0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films, every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host Mike Caspar. Inspired by a New York Times number one bestseller, The Way I See It is an unprecedented look behind the scenes at two of the most iconic presidents in American history, Barack Obama and Ronald Reagan. As seen through the eyes of renowned photographer Pete Sousa, an official White House photographer, Sousa was an eyewitness to the unique and tremendous responsibilities of the most powerful person on Earth. The movie reveals how Sousa transformed from a respected photojournalist, into a searing commentator on the issues that we face as a country and as a people. The film, again, is called The Way I See It. And we're joined today by one of my favorite filmmakers in the whole world, and that would be Don Porter. Don, welcome back to Film School Radio.
1: Thank you for having me, and thank you for that lovely introduction.
0: Well, how did you get to know Pete Sousa?
1: Um, So I, you know, like a lot of people, I followed Pete on Instagram and, you know, kind of enjoyed his trip down memory lane and, you know, a little bit of poking along the way. Jamie Lemons, who's producing partners with Laura Dern, worked on this film with Evan Hayes. They actually approached me and said Jamie had seen Pete's one man show, which I hadn't seen. And she saw it and said, "This, this could be a really great movie. So they invited me to meet Pete. Um, he came and he flipped open his laptop. We we're just in a conference room and he started going through pictures and talking about them. And I got like really emotional listening and watching um, and thought, yeah, there's definitely a film here. Like, how did this guy who was, you know, a straight journalist go from being kind of display on the wall? to really pointed political, you know, commentary. And so we just kind of, you know, we had to convince Pete quite a bit. I think he really values his privacy and uh, he was not used to being the subject. He was used to being the holder, you know, the person holding the camera. You know, we had to, to kind of convince him it would be okay. <laughs> well, one
0: of the interesting things that I learned in um, the way I see it is that he was around for Ronald Reagan and yeah, yeah. Barack Obama. And politically, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find two recent American presidents that were further apart in terms of their political outlook. But they do share something, and I, I begrudgingly have to admit that Ronald Reagan was um, an, an empathetic person. He, he was, I think that was a genuine thing for him. And I thought that uh, in the film we see how Pete was able to capture that. And in in very moving ways, and and so, while the film is a lot about Barack Obama, it is it's really a film about the people in the presidency in that office. So, I'm I'm just sort of I was surprised, and and it really enhances my my appreciation and respect for the film in terms of what what you what you did with it. So, talk a little bit about Ronald Reagan, if you wouldn't mind.
1: Um, Yeah, you know, I mean, this was definitely one of the stranger moments of my. film career, um, we had to like cut down the the, the imagery of Ronald Reagan because for a while it was like a lot. Um, part of it is because I'm so in love with archival images and we had this fantastic, from the Reagan Library, um, they made that of completely available to us. And it was just really fascinating to see. Um, I, I think, you know, to tell you the truth, I found myself a little bit chastened at the fact that because I opposed Reagan's policies very strongly, that I hadn't focused on his human qualities. I hadn't focused on his empathy, his look, it appears to be kindness. And so I thought it was like, it was a good lesson for people like me. And, And I think it also works really well with David Wheeler's commentary. He's the father of this child who was murdered at Sandy Hook. And when he says we do so much to basically dehumanize um, people in politics and that that is dangerous. And so I loved the Reagan footage. I got a little carried away for a little while, but then I kind of reeled it back. But I think, you know, Pete is political in a particular way. He is political, not in the partisan, I only love the Democrats, I hate all the Republicans. That's not Pete. Pete's message is that what comes before the president of the United States is so life alteringly important that the person in that office must be up to the job. That is like pretty much his message. And so, you know, I really felt that very strongly and felt like getting to kind of see things the way Pete saw them, you know, was important to share with people.
0: One last comment about Ronald Reagan, and I in I share your perspective, um, and and that is that I think for a lot of us who were vehemently opposed to his policies on so many different levels, it was that we often saw the this kindness or this empathy that you we see in this film. As an act, he was an actor, a trained actor, and it was easy yeah. to dismiss all of those things as just something that he's good at acting at. Yeah. And uh, and then there were always things. There were things about Reagan where the, the thing with Gorbachev at Reykjavik, where he was going to, you know, there were things that about him that would surprise you. So I yeah. just want to kind of give a little bit of a, a for me personally a frame around Ronald Reagan.
1: Yeah. So, you no, know, I I think that that's I think that's really fair. I'm still opposed to his policies. <laughs> I still think ketchup is a vegetable is obscene, that not recognizing the AIDS process, the arms for hostages are some of the darkest moments of our political history. And it was um, also
0: I'm sorry. And it was also yeah. the people he surrounded himself with. That's what really and, bothered me. That, and that's,
1: and that's, you yeah. know, and the machine there. But I am at the same time I'm really grateful that Pete could document yeah. what he saw um, and could show us, you know, kind of mostly what it's like to work in the White House, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and then um, and then also that Pete was able to take his experience and then say, when, when President Obama invited him to become his photographer, say, this is how I want to do the job. I think transparency is important. So, you know, taking two million photographs, being with him every day. I mean, if I were president, I don't know if I would sign up for that, you know, <laughs> so... Um, but it gave us all of these wonderful images and, you know, a look behind the scenes, you know, into the White House.
0: Yeah. I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Dawn Porter. She's the director of a wonderful new documentary film called The Way I See It. It will be in theaters. Now, is this virtual or brick and mortar theaters on September 18th?
1: It's in brick and mortar theaters that are open and then goes to MSNBC.
0: MSNBC on October 9th, Friday. That'll, that's a Friday, and that's at 10 o'clock. Well, let's talk about Pete Sousa and, and his time in the, in the White House. And uh, in addition to being a wonderful photographer, capturing so many incredibly intimate moments, not only in the Oval Office, but outside of the Oval Office, uh, but also it is a, a waxing, nostalgic look back at a president who was actually dedicated to being president and doing it well. And yeah. and so for me, that's my impression of what, what mm-hmm. I saw in the film. Talk about a Barack Obama in relation to this film and and, and Pete Sousa.
1: The portrait of President Obama that comes through through Pete's eyes, you know, and it's important to say it's through Pete's eyes. So mm-hmm. this is not an analysis of every policy decision or you know anything like that. There were certainly a number of policy decisions of President Obama's that you know I also disagreed with. But what Pete saw and what made such an impression on him, I think, was the care that the Obama administration took in decision-making. And the care that they took in decision-making emanated from real concern for the American public. So that, I think, as much as anything, is what really moved Pete, is to see people, whether they got it right or wrong, you know, respecting processes, implementing a decision-making process that invited conversation debate and leaning on experts, you know, and and so we didn't even have to say anything about Trump to show how difficult and different this situation is today. You know, I remember, you know, during the Obama presidency, feeling like whether or not I agreed with whatever he was doing, I did feel the reassurance of thinking that there was a process in place with people who were expert at it. And so I had a trust in government that I don't have now. I never, in my wildest dreams, thought that I would question whether the CDC was giving me accurate information. What is the damage that is done you know, from that, how long will that worry linger for everybody? I am not a conspiracy theorist. I am not a person who normally, you know, would have that feeling. And I know how deeply destabilizing it is to me to have it. That has just almost never happened before <laughs> in our history. And, and how we come out of that is, it's going to take so much work to come out of it. You know, it may take an entire generation for people to restore fully trust in non-political agencies of the government that are there for supposedly for our well-being.
0: Yeah, I, I could not agree more. And in just going back to the film, so many of the things that we see Barack Obama doing are not for show. They're not. They're out outside of the the view of the public in terms of his acts of kindness, his acts of. I'll say empathy. That's a word that comes up a lot in the film. And just what a a genuinely concerned father and husband he is. You're right. All of those things, while they're not political, they feed into this sense of someone who's making decisions for the fate of the nation who actually care about what the the ramifications of those decisions are. Are and while I agree with you, I don't didn't agree with a lot of things Barack Obama did. I felt the same way. I felt like he's smart and he's got a good good people around him, and I think those are the things that that's all you can ask. I mean, really, that's the. I, I that's, think
1: that that's right, and and I you know I think um, it, it was not easy for Pete to go from you know kind of this documenting person who just documents things you know as he sees them to speaking about them. Yeah. And um, I think he really saw, and particularly because of his experience in the Reagan White House, yeah. he saw the urgency of pointing out, I have seen how the White House operates <laughs> over the last 30 years in right. two different administrations. And what we are seeing now is nothing like we have ever seen before, right. that we cannot adhere to, to norms, you know, of... You know, we kind of take things as we see them. I mean, how many years has it taken for the press to say this statement is a lie? Finally, right? Finally, we're saying that out loud. Out loud. Yeah. And, and, you know, that I think is what we're all kind of, you know, waking up to is the urgency of giving that message. Um, and it's not to elect a Democrat. It's to make sure that we get back to government right. by people who care and are honest.
0: Right. It only took 14,000 lies for somebody in the press to say, You're, you, you just told a, a lie.
1: lie. That's right.
0: And, and it's telling that there's no official White House photographer that, that took over for Pete, right? Because it wouldn't be all that exciting to see eight hours of Trump watching TV.
1: Well, there is, but she does her job very differently. So, um, I think her name is Sheila Craighead, and what you see are what you see. You see posed photographs, um, you know, of Trump with generals or Trump doing what he thinks is presidential. What you don't see are decisions being made. You don't see, you know, some of my favorite photos of Pete's are Obama just, putting his hands over his eyes and, you know, he's, whatever he's thinking about is really important. And, you know, it's really hard. And that to me, that's what we hope our leader is doing. And Pete documented that that's in fact what was happening. So,
0: I can't imagine what it would be like to every day know that I make a decision. In my life, that's going to have an impact on millions of people, not only just in this country but around the world. The world. Just the just it's you start sort of understanding, no matter who the president is, what the yeah. ramifications of everything he does yeah. are worldwide in in that's many right. cases. So,
1: um, you know, and and um, all of these photos will are they belong to us? Yes, they are photos. You know that are will belong to the public archive. Um, They are not edited except for, you know, like, I think he's adjusted the color where it like killed them, but you know, there is a truth to be found in those photos and it's just whether or not you allow yourself to see it.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much Don Porter for coming back here and joining us here on film school radio. The film again is the Way I See It, and uh, Don's previous work, Spies of Mississippi, Gideon's Army, Trapped, uh, John Lewis, Good Trouble, and now we have The Way I See It. Thank you so much. Continue your great work, and hopefully you'll come back again sometime. Thank you, Dawn. I would
1: love to be back. I'll see you Thank soon. You.